the Umpire Inspire podcast is all about the stories, all about the journeys, and all about the heart of being an umpire. I'm your host, Jason Becker. Hello, umpire friends. Jason here. Welcome to season two of the Umpire Inspire podcast. I am so pleased to be back with you for more weekly visits with some awesome and inspiring umpires. If you enjoyed season one, well, good news. Season two is more of the same. It's all about the stories, all about the journeys, and all about the heart of extraordinary and ordinary umpires all around the world. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your feedback and your comments on the Umpire Inspire social media channels. And thank you, truly, for your support and your enthusiasm that made season one such a personally rewarding and joyful experience for me. I'm so excited to get to go on this ride with you all over again these next few months. Join the Umpire Inspire crew on Patreon. The Umpire Inspire podcast is listener supported. Working umpires and those who support them are the engine behind this podcast and the greater mission of Umpire Inspire. I'd like to invite you to support the show on Patreon and become an active participant in building Umpire Inspire as we celebrate and inspire baseball and softball umpires all around the world. Contributors on Patreon earn rewards like early access to podcast episodes, community involvement opportunities, Umpire Inspire merchandise, and most importantly, the pride of fueling an effort that matters to you. The Umpire Inspire podcast will always be free to listen to, and anyone who is unable to contribute will not notice a change. But if you enjoy the show, and if the mission of Umpire Inspire aligns with your motivations for being an umpire, I hope you will consider becoming a patron. Visit umpireinspire.com support for all the details, and thank you so much. Today, I visit with a minor league baseball umpire who has also worked in NCAA Division I softball and national professional fast pitch, and is an accomplished athlete with, among other things, a world championship title as a member of the 2001 USA baseball team, and is a business owner who mentors and trains young umpires and ballplayers with custom curriculum and online certification courses, and whose umpire mask was recently placed on display at the National Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. That's interesting. And whose journey as a professional baseball umpire has been featured by ESPN, CBS Sports, Baseball America, The Los Angeles Times, Referee Magazine, MLB.com, and many more. Please enjoy my visit with minor league baseball umpire, Jen Powell. Jen, welcome to the Umpire Inspired Podcast. It's so great to have you on. Thanks, Jason. It's, it's an honor to be on. I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. And I've really been looking forward to this conversation. Jen, a lot bigger media outlets than, than my little show have, uh, have taken the time to visit with you. So I am appreciative of you taking the time to sit down with us today. This will be a lot of fun. Um, Jen... You are a minor league umpire. You are a 
D3 baseball coach. You're a speaker and an instructor. You own a business providing training for players and umpires. Is there anything baseball related that you don't do? <laughs> no, I'm pretty pretty much gung-ho <laughs> with uh, baseball. <laughs> Have you ever been a play-by-play announcer? Have you ever been on a grounds crew? It would not surprise <laughs> me if you were. <laughs> uh, no, those things are out of my uh, out of my area <laughs> as of now. <laughs> well, never say never. No, it's been uh, it's been great getting to know you personally and uh, becoming more familiar with your story. And so let's just dive right into it, Jen. Um, Take me back, would you, to when you first made your decision to try and go pro, to try and become a professional umpire. What was your thought process? Where were you at, and um, how did that decision come to be for you? Well, I'd, I'd have to say it was it was eye opening uh, for for the moment that I was in at the time of my career. Uh, I had been working about ten years uh, in baseball and softball, and um, Mostly at that point, it was I was focusing on NCAA Division One fast pitch. Uh-huh. Uh, I was working in the Big Ten and um, a number of other conferences. I was getting selected to work postseason championships in the Atlantic Ten and Ivy League and Ohio Valley Conference, um, and then just was trying to learn and I began attending. Uh, some uh, baseball clinics, some baseball umpire clinics, just to pick up on on technique and things. And uh, Rob Drake and was having a clinic up in New York, um, with in in collaboration with the umpire chapter out of Endicott, New York, that I uh, got started in. Uh, so it was it, I went out and there was about ninety guys there uh, and me. And there was Ted Barrett and Lance Barrett and Rob Drake. And those, those were the MLB guys hosting the clinic in in collaboration with the chapter. And, uh, Teddy saw me and I was working the scissors back then. And I went, went to do my plate mechanics and he's like, he was like, Oh, your scissors. And I was like, yeah. And he's (laughs) like, I can work with that. I can work with that. And, um, so he gave me some pointers and then a few months later he, um, he got in touch with me and, uh, was at another, another baseball clinic down in Georgia. And that's where Teddy came up and, and invited me and said, why don't, you know, why don't you try becoming a pro, uh, go to try the major league baseball umpire camp program, see if they like you. So Teddy invited me out, put me in touch with the, the, um, you know, the, the umpire camp program that MLB has to offer. And I, I attended that, that August and tried out. And then that's when it became a reality to me that I could actually become a professional umpire. Now, let me, let me go back just a minute. So Ted says, uh, Hey Jen, you ought to think about going to professional umpire school. Yes. I mean, what's your reaction to a statement like that? Do you think, do you think to yourself, yeah, you know, I have been thinking about that. That sounds like a pretty good deal. Or, you got to be crazy. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much. It was pretty much like, are you crazy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and but I mean, the the moment in that moment when he shared it to me. No, for ten years I had been running around umpiring, and not a single person had ever said. Uh-huh. And I had met like tons of people, you know, traveling all over. Um, 
no one had ever said it would be a good idea for me as a female to go to umpire school. And that's okay. Um, I, I think that they didn't, I think that people in general just don't realize how far baseball has come. Professional baseball specifically has come uh, as an equal, as an equal employer. And, um, Teddy knew firsthand and he, he said, no, it, it would be a good idea. He goes, you won't have any problems. He goes, you're absolutely not going to have any problems. There's no way you'll have any problem. And I said, I kind of told him, well, if I, you know, if you weren't a minister, I might not believe you. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, so he could be um, trusted to a point, you think? I did. I felt like yeah. that was the higher power that I would, <laughs> you know, umpire gods and like, you know, ministers. I think they're all, yeah, you got to respect them. So I, I believed him. And I, I, he said, the worst thing they could, you could do is just have a bad experience. I said, you're right. I'm going to go. So I found out when the next clinic was available that I could get to. And I drove to Ohio and I tried out in Cincinnati in, in August, 2015. And they invited me back for mini pro camp with 32 other candidates and, uh, or 31 others. There was 32 total. And that was down in Fort Myers, Florida in December. I earned a scholarship from that with seven other umpire prospects and, Two days later, we were heading to umpire school in um, in Vero Beach. Wow, so, you went right into it. Right, right. 2016 now, you're in umpire school in the advanced course. Okay. Yep. And uh, tell me how that went for you. Um, what were the things that the instructors and evaluators noticed about you that week, do you think, that, uh, that uh, made them decide to move you along to the advanced course? I can tell you that I took all my reps and I passed all my exams. You know, we, we have 17 exams over the, the weeks that were there. And uh, I hustled and I kept fixing the things that they told me to fix before, you know, my next go around. And uh, I just listened and worked, worked so hard and they moved me along to a dance course. So on yeah. season one of the show, you know, I talked to a couple of big league guys, Dale Scott, Trip Gibson, and they were able to tell me about their call-up to the bigs when they got that notification, when they learned that they were going to be a major league umpire. And someday you, Jen, are going to get a call-up to the major leagues. But first things first, can you, uh, can you tell me how you learned that after that advanced course that you had been hired into minor league baseball? Oh, sure. What's your story? Uh, I, yeah, no problem. I... um. I was placed out of umpire school in the Coastal Plains League initially, and I stayed down at Dodgertown to continue to work uh, spring training uh, at Dodgertown, which is now the Jackie Robinson Training Center, um, and to just keep working. And I uh, got a call like maybe two weeks later that you know there were three jobs open and would you like to have one basically? And I wow. completely freaked out. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kept my cool and was like, yeah, okay. No, <laughs> it was, well, you think, excited. you think you kept your cool. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> we'd, we'd have to ask the person on the other side of that phone call if that's the truth, but yeah. yeah. Oh, such an exciting moment. And do you remember the reaction from your family and your friends when you were able to share that news? Yeah, yeah, I think I think uh, that was the moment that my dad actually believed what was happening. Okay. <laughs> so, because so, I th I was like, Dad, I'm going to 
and there'll be umpire camps and I'm doing this. And, you know, my dad is so supportive, but I think for him as well, it was, it was sort of like not realistic because, mm. and because of my gender and because he, he watched me go in and out of baseball while I was growing up and not be allowed to play at a certain age anymore. And, hmm. you know, and there was just from his perspective, um, I think he thought that maybe I'd have my heart broken again, but like once it connected for him as well and, and the rest of my family, um, they were, they were, they were very excited. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Jen, that's awesome. And you're on your way. And, uh, since then Sally league, Midwest league, New York Penn, uh, Gulf coast, as you said, uh, are there some things that have surprised you? Has it been bumpy? Um, has it been mostly as expected? Looking back now at these past few years, what are the things that uh, that come to mind first? It's been overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly positive. And uh, as difficult as the job itself is on a daily basis, um, it it is just so incredible to be a part of professional baseball and and be welcomed, you know. And, and people are enthusiastic. Um, there are, there are so many, uh, general managers and of teams, uh, in all the leagues and players and managers and, and, you know, assistant coaches, like the pitching coaches or whoever, uh, uh, the trainers, just, there's been so many people in, in baseball along my journey who have expressed uh, just that they have a daughter as well that may be my age or younger or older. And is they're, they're just seeing something, um, with me being in uniform out there, having earned my position, um, seeing something very inspiring. And they, I believe that they want that for their own daughters or wives or sisters. And it's just amazing. Um, I know it wasn't always that way. And, um, when I work in amateur ball, sometimes it's not always that way. Um, so it's, it's so refreshing and I, I'm very humbled, uh, every, every time I think about, uh, this opportunity, how special it is. I'm very humbled that I am, am living it. <laughs> yeah. I do have a few more questions specifically related to, um, uh, being a female umpire in the minor leagues. And I want to get to those a little bit later and, Right. Maybe talk about a little bit about the history. Um, you know, just preparing for this interview with you, Jen, I've actually learned a lot about the history of professional uh, female umpires, and uh, and it's it's been very cool. But uh, but before we get to that, I want to just uh, talk a little bit more about. You know, you mentioned your dad, and uh, so many so many umpires that I visit with have have a strong support network at home, and um, we've all got umpire mentors that got us to where we are today, whether it's somebody like me as an amateur umpire or, or somebody like you working your way towards the big leagues. Can you tell me about some of the, you know, maybe just a couple of the key people along the way that have uh, helped you become a successful umpire? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, in college softball and um, and travel, travel baseball softball as well, um, Bob Kleba, out of the Florida Professional Officials Association in the central Florida area, uh, spent just a tremendous amount of time 
with me, you know, just going over everything, you know, from, you know, shining shoes to game management to, you know, just relaxing and rules and just, you know, if, if I needed anything, I called him and, you know, he just had endless amounts of time to talk and we did slow pitch, like everything. We just did absolutely <laughs> everything. And I, I'm just indebted to him, um, for, for, um, just the time and the pride that he took in making sure that I was out there, uh, call, making the right calls and not, you know, confused, you know, how, when you start out, you, sometimes you can work with a few different people and you get a few different answers to the same question. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and it's like, man, I don't really know if you all know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, yeah. You're all saying this different things. So he was, he was a long time umpire, um, and, and very experienced, very accomplished in his own career. And so he was really able to get me on track. And, um, let's see, uh, I'd have to think also of Emily Alexander, who is definitely the godmother of women's fast pitch. Um, she just was a tremendous dedicated instructor. Uh, she ran the NCAA, she ran the ASA and really set up the mechanic systems, um, was in touch with Jim Evans over the years with setting up mechanic systems, worked the Olympics and just her endless giving to, you know, every question that I ever had, uh, in the times that I, you know, had the opportunity to rub shoulders with her was just invaluable. Um, and she also taught me a lot about, uh, just navigating a game, uh, with even, even in softball, there's still very few women that umpire it more or less. You're usually working with a male partner as well. And, um, she gave me a lot of tips on just staying confident and being a good partner and not worrying about my gender. Um, and that's coming from a woman who also was the only woman to ever work men's men's major fast pitch na national championship for men's major. Ah. Um, so, so yeah, so for me, she was a huge role model. Um, and then the third person would be Kathy Strom, who also was an Olympic umpire, uh, and also ran the NCAA and also ran the big 10 women's conference. And she really just has this amazing, uh, personality, uh, is very bold and can, and is great with, um, teaching men and women how to work together and really helped set up the NCAA and the big 10, uh, umpire system so that people could just, you know, if you guys can't get along, then you're not working here basically. So, you know, look out for each other and just base, be a basic good human being when you're out there, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. protect your partner, you know, all that. So yeah, those, those three would definitely be the biggest influence on my life, my, my umpire life. You know, uh, Jen, you have had the good fortune, I'm sure, of, of knowing and working with a lot of great umpires, either as partners in the different uh, minor leagues you've worked with or maybe coming up through school. Um, specifically in regards to minor league umpires, what are a few things, what are a few qualities of a minor league umpire that, that the really great ones have in common, in your opinion? Oh, geez, this, this is, this is awesome. This is a great question. Uh, well, yeah, this is great. Um, cause it, it's an easy one to answer. Um, the, 
the great minor league umpires that I've either met with uh, and maybe haven't gotten on the field with, but rub shoulders with, or, or have gotten on the field with in spring training have always been open and giving. So you have a question for them. They're, they're going to give you the right answer. Do you understand it? Let me show you this. Let me show you that. Um, and they're just, they're just positive. Um, and they're just there to be, you know, a hundred percent for their partners so that yeah. we are a great crew out there. Um, I notice also that they, they have a great sense of humor <laughs> and, you know, you gotta be able to laugh while you're out there and have a good time. Um, so it's, it's really neat to be able to share jokes and like keep things light, um, under the difficult pressure that we're under and the scrutiny that we're under every pitch, every play, um, and not get like down, you know, not like take yourself out of the game, right. but you know, you got to pull each other along, keep the humor going. And, uh, I think another great, great quality that I've noticed with, uh, minor league umpires is that we like to hit the gym. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yep. so I have a lot in common with a lot of my friends, uh, <laughs> hit, you know, working out and just, you know, talking about dieting and, you know, just all kinds of lifting, lifting techniques or, working on forearms, things like that, you know, it's just in, uh, in the conversations that I've been lucky enough to have with some minor league guys. Um, that's been a surprise for me. Just the, okay. the, um, I'm not surprised by the dedication to physical fitness, but the, the demanding nature of being a minor league umpire, like, uh, yeah. speed on the field and right. just stamina to get through the long games and to get through the travel, um, right, I guess right. if I would have thought about it for a minute, I could have guessed to those things, but hearing some of those stories and just what it takes to really excel on a minor league ball field, um, that's been really interesting and, and, and great to hear about. Yeah. You got to keep healthy lifestyle, you know, healthy body, healthy mind, and then, you know, healthy relationships. And otherwise you're going to, you're just not going to make it. Yeah. At yeah. any level. Right. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. Let me let me pivot just a little bit right now, Jen, because that leads us to a different aspect of um, who you are, and and that's uh, not only as an umpire, but uh, as a as a decorated player with a long history of playing ball as a coach. Um, tell me a little bit about what that unique combination means for you as an umpire. What does it uh, what does it do for you to be not only an umpire, but also a coach and a player. Does that help you when you're working games? Yeah, for sure. Um, it definitely helps me with anticipating, um, you know, what could possibly happen here. Um, difference, you know, just when there's a runner on first, now all of a sudden you have a whole, a whole array of things that could happen. You could have a hit and run, a bunt and run, a bunt, um, a guy stealing, you know, we could have a balk now. Like all of a sudden, the, a lot of the game – within the game just unfolds and um, just having player experience and coaching experience. It's really great to be able to put myself as the umpire into the hitter's shoes or the coach's shoes. Cause I know where they're coming from. If they, if they want to know why I called what I called on something. And um, I think it helps me with game management 
because I also have been on their side and know <laughs> how uh, just I just know where they're coming from because I've been there. And I think if if I've if I only had ever only umpired and didn't have those other two aspects or perspectives, it, I would feel not really as complete. I can relate, Jen, on a much smaller, more local uh, level, because there have been many years in my life where I've been coach, player, and umpire. And so I think I understand. <laughs> in fact, my my family knows it as the dad trifecta. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, the, da- that. the, the, dad, the dad trifecta was when I, uh, I played, coached, and umpired a game in a 24-hour period. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> that's a, that kind of shows you what my, what my poor dear wife is up against here. Oh, at, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, she, she was always very supportive, but the kids started calling that the dad trifecta when dad was just always out on a field for one reason or another. But you're right. It, it totally helps. And furthermore, as we've talked about, uh, both of us being catchers, now you've got a little deeper um, relationship you're seeing strikes from uh, a couple different angles now. So um, that's got to help you on the field a little bit too, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, for me, it comes back to just not being afraid of that ball coming at you and, and not flinching and not, not, um, you know, closing your eyes when it hits the mitt, that type of thing. Like this is just when it's coming in, you just watch the ball and, and then call it, uh, yeah, I think if you're if, if, as an outfielder, you don't have that comfort level. You know, I've noticed training training young umpires if they're an outfielder or a pitcher or an infielder, they have to kind of overcome that obstacle, that little hurdle for themselves. Oh, really? But if they already were a catcher, they're there already. They just have to get the hang of it. Yeah, they've got a little step up, don't they? For sure. Yeah, yeah. So high A is a promotion moving up a little bit. And uh, what are some of the things that you can um, look back on your career so far and notice about your own game, Jen? How are you a different umpire now than when you were first hired a few years ago? Wow. Uh, Tons of growth. Uh, Just really thank my supervisors for um, all the feedback that they've given. Uh, We're, we're, you know, regularly evaluated, um, for a specific number of times each year, depending on your classification level at plate and base. And uh, just just everywhere, every aspect, just rules knowledge, mechanics knowledge, p- game management, uh, history of the game, you know, uh, you just name it, like everything. Yeah. Just, I've just been immersed in this culture and been soaking it all up and trying to get better every day and, um, it's been, it's been just an awesome process. So, and, it, and you know what? It never ends. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> the major leaguers will say the same thing. <laughs> they're, they're not the same either, you know? So once you think you're done, you know, you're done, <laughs> done growing, you're done. It's one of the cool things about being an umpire that we all, uh, share the, uh, the anticipation of what might happen during that game. Right, because you just never know. You're going to see something that uh, surprises you a little bit, or that you maybe have never seen before. That's part of the joy of being an umpire: baseball, softball, professional, amateur. It's all the same. Definitely. So uh, let's jump off right there because you just mentioned the phrase "history of the game," Jen. And um, 
And can we talk about that a little bit? You know, you're a you're a trailblazer. Let's face it, you're you're in a unique situation in that you're you're a female umpire, one of very few. Um, the seventh, I understand, hired into um, professional baseball, minor league baseball. Um, right. And I think a lot of people are really interested to know what that has really been like, what the experience has been like, and um, how Major League Baseball and Minor League Baseball approach having you as a staff member and some of the things they've done to um, create that workplace environment. Um, can you speak to that a little bit and tell us what that experience has been like for you so far? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd be happy to. I, I uh, you know, my first experience with professional baseball was through Major League Baseball umpire camps. And, you know, they, all the staff there are the Major League supervisors. Um, and that's it. And, 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 and then there's some minor leaguers who've also been through the program who come back and also help instruct. And uh, I remember Muggs Malone, Muggsy was the first one to shake my hand and he already knew my name, um, gave me a name tag, looked me in the eye. You're, you're, you know, we're happy you're here. And, uh, you know, you know, I got my t-shirts and stuff, walked, went down the table line to sign in at registration and, Basically, every every moment was full on instruction. You know, uh, this is the longest interview of your life. You're, you know, <laughs> this is you're, this is the best time to get into baseball. Um, we uh, we want you to be the best umpire you could be. Uh, and no one, you know, everybody just gave every student umpire, student prospect, you know, prospect umpire a ton of information for every individual umpire to work on every single time we did drills throughout the clinic. And then when I came back for the mini pro camp for five days, it was the same way. It was endless instruction, endless welcoming, endless enthusiasm. You know, anybody with a bad attitude, this is not going to be, this career is just like not going to be for you. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, be positive, be a great person to work with and let's, let's get at it and do an awesome job. Every, every time you take the field umpire, like you mean it and get better for the next time, even more, you know, further at every time. So I felt like this is where I belong. That's so <laughs> cool. What I've been looking for through that, I was able to earn one of the eight scholarships. A couple of days later, I go to umpire school and it's the same way. Um, Andy Schultz is there at the registration table and Dusty Dillinger and all the people that run uh, minor league system. They look at you in the eye, they shake your hand, they know your name, they're positive, they're upbeat, they're energetic. I mean, that is just the way it is. And it's very contagious and it's, it's very much of my personality. Um, didn't hear anybody complaining, didn't hear anybody saying anything about gender or anything. Um, so it was like, oh, maybe move a step over to the right to take that play at first. Or, you know, when you pivot, do it like this instead of like that. Um, I, you know, as we got into going through our reps and things and, you know, was it six weeks later? It's just it was just awesome every day. And the uniqueness of being a female umpire on the field, I, I gather that it's been a, a positive experience for you that, uh, yeah. that there hasn't been a ton of adversity and that, um, people are taking the, the proper and necessary steps to, to welcome you on the field, just like the, just like the professional umpire that you are. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah, I mean, it's the, you know when we're out on that field, um, something that's that's different on the pro field than than on the amateur field is that we all call each other by our first name. So if I'm if Gary is the manager of whatever team, I'm not gonna call him manager or coach. I'm and he's not gonna call me umpire or blue or anything. He, I'm gonna I'm calling him Gary. And he's calling me Jen. <laughs> yeah. And that's how it is. And if I don't remember his name or he doesn't remember my name, then that's a really, that's, mm. that's like really disrespectful. So if he forgets my name or I forget his name, you know, if you show respect, you earn more respect as, as you continue in your career. Um, some other things that I noticed that would be specific to a female coming through that have changed over history um, is I, I never had to cut my hair or change my name to make it innocuous. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't have to are, are those, go from Jen to Jay. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but are those things that some of your predecessors went through? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, like, um, wow. um, you know, cutting, it's just like kind of known, like if you, being pressured if you have long hair you could be made fun of for being female this is just me as I was growing up you know sure. hearing stories about playing baseball and like not being welcomed as a as a player so um if you I never felt that way you know I'm gonna put my hair in a ponytail and braids and go work the game and um sometimes I I go back from like blonde hair to to brown hair and I, <laughs> I braid it in so you could see like the highlights. And sometimes I, sometimes when I'm working the plate, uh, one of the bat, you know, every once in a while batter goes, Oh, I like the braids, you know, <laughs> I can see them from the dugout. I like that. <laughs> and, um, sometimes a, a player I'll be, I'll go out and work the bases and the first baseman will kind of sp spark up a little conversation and say, uh, you know, I have never seen a woman umpire before. I think it's really cool. I and I'm and I'll be and that's happened numerous times. And I, I thanks, buddy. Thanks for sharing that. I'm gonna try and give you a great game today. And um, the thing about the name is, you know, I know, um, you know, it, Christine Wren wrote about it that she had to uh, apply to umpire school. A number of times as Christine and then when she changed her name to Chris she got in oh my goodness and that was just a, a sign of the times then yeah but things are way different now I mean they're so different now and it's wonderful it's wonderful that it's different and yeah so no I don't I don't feel any of those types of restrictions or things to be worried about anymore at all like at all like I, I've said it numerous times numerous times that all I need to do is go out there and worry about baseball and umpiring and then get my next play right. And it's, it's an amazing feeling. That is really great to hear. And just that mm -hmm. last thing you said, Jen, all I need to worry about is going out there and calling a great game. What do you think Pam Postuma and Christine Wren and the other door openers in the past decades, what do you think that they – their reaction would be to hear you say something like that today? Uh, I think that they would feel uh, an enormous sense of uh, relief 
that that the the time that they the time and energy and work that they had put in uh, to move move us forward um, was worth it. Um, and I am I am so grateful to each and every one of them. They they really took the front load. The they did the backbreaking work uh, to to fight for equality and and um pam you know getting to triple a clearly was a phenomenal umpire yeah um so you can't really fake it <laughs> you can't fake it that long so yeah so i just feel just indebted to her and, and chris and Teresa cox and um ria and um just and Sh- shauna cook is another umpire that came before me and um just just, they're just amazing people to have fought that fight. And That's so cool to hear, Jen. And in your own way, um, you are pushing that, pushing that effort forward. And, uh, but the best thing you can do, you'll agree with this, is to go out and out there, hustle, work hard, call a great game. Well, Jen, we started our conversation today by listing approximately... 27 baseball-related things that you were involved with. And uh, I want to hear a little bit more about the business side of um, some of the things that you're passionate about. Evolve to Excellence. Right. Can you tell me a little bit about um, your company and what your vision is and the types of things that you uh, provide for uh, the the students that you work with? Yeah, sure. I'd love to. Um, I... I work with catchers and hitters and umpires um, that are like high school level and uh, aspiring to go to college. Okay. And uh, it's just a phenomenal age to get started in umpiring. Um, Oh, no kidding. They're very eager. They're getting their driver's licenses. Their parents want them to get a job, <laughs> you know, so there's like umpiring is so great because it's it's almost like playing, which is something that I I enjoy. It's almost like playing, but better because <laughs> um, you never have to leave the field and you get paid to be out there <laughs> and like you get to travel a little bit and call call the shots. And and the vision is to help them help them get into college with, I also do the skills videos so um, they can, they can send them out to college. So I really believe in education as a former educator. I really, really believe in education and moving up and getting a degree or getting a couple of degrees or going to a trade school or something. You gotta, you gotta find out what your potential is and, and, and your passion and go after it. So with those students, is there a mentor relationship that you take on or is it more um, of a skills and instructional type setup and then you move them along? I like for the hitting and for the catching, uh, I do pretty much 90 minute lessons. I refuse to dilute the time or the the number of participants. So it's either one one on one with me, or maximum one to four in like a group. So if I do an umpire clinic, which is coming up in the fall, for the, on field work, um, it'll be four student umpires. And they'll get a ton of reps, and they'll ask a ton of questions, and we get a ton of time together. Um, the umpires also are able to do an online class, which is coming up in the winter. 
and I do mentor them. I think that if someone actually says that I want to umpire, that I really need to keep a good good look at that and keep a very close eye on on them yeah. and really mentor them and get them, not only get them grounded in the rules, but get them connected to work. Because you don't want to just sit in the book all day. You want to go out there and work games and get paid. And um, Best way to learn. Yeah, best way to learn and um, handle situations and call pitches and the um, – the lessons, the lessons for the catchers and hitters are, 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 are more mentoring to get into college. In, uh, in season 23 of the Umpire Inspire podcast, I'm going to have a guest on and I'm going to ask them uh, who got them started <laughs> in umpiring and maybe who some of their mentors are. And they're going to say, well, there was this, uh, there was this umpire named Jen Powell who uh, All right. put this course together. <laughs> and not only did she teach me, she... Uh, she kept at me. She got me on a field. She got me geared up how I needed to get geared up. So um, just a little uh, peek into the crystal ball. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Hey, keep at it. Keep at it. I do feel encouraged myself by what you just said, how the follow-up is an important part of what you do with those students. Uh, sure. Yep. yep. I'm thinking of some of my own clinics and um, instruction that I've given to young umpires uh, in my local little league here. And I need to remember to not stop there, you know, to keep, to keep at it and to, to follow up, to get them on a field, to, uh, to help them, um, become comfortable in, in all of the, all of the various different ways that you need to be comfortable to, to keep pursuing umpiring. So that's an encouragement to me too. I have a, uh, I don't know, like a bittersweet experience, uh, motivating me with this, um, as an umpire, when I was a freshman in high school, the, our third baseman for the varsity, our varsity softball team got, pulled me out one summer and got me umpiring locally, Okay. but she was a senior and I was a freshman. So she had the driver's license and <laughs> this was like a zillion years ago. So there were no cell phones. You know, I would have, I would never would have thought of saying, Lauren, could you give me the number of who I need to contact next year? Exactly. <laughs> so that when you graduate, like I never would have put that together yeah. as like a 14 year old. So, um, and I, and the thing is I really enjoyed going out there and working the games th- that summer, but I forgot because of playing, you know, I got swooped up with playing and it really would have, if I had been able to follow up or somebody had followed up with me, I would have kept umpiring if, if there was, you know, if I had known I could go to the athletic director at my high school and just say, Hey, who do I contact to umpire? It would have been that easy. And I, and I had no idea. And, um, I could have been fundraising, doing games for, to pay for my travel ball. And anyway, I just look back and I think, man, it, there's just such a need here to really inspire these young people to get into umpiring and, and at least, at least do it for their summer job. Yeah. But the initial inspiration is just one part of it. Yeah. There's uh there's, there's more necessary after that. Otherwise a promising young 14 year old umpire just uh, sort of forgets about it. And that's, I mean, what, you know, you're a teenager, totally. of course you're going right. to forget about it and you're not going to have the skills yet to take that next step to, um, God forbid, talk to an adult. Right. right. I mean, that would, it's just, it's just not even on the radar for that yeah. age level. So we got to look out for him, you know, and get him involved. And so it's very, it's very 
promising if you show that that weird DNA for umpiring <laughs> young level, <laughs> young age. It's a good way to describe it. Weird DNA. We've all got yeah, a little bit Yeah, how does that. this happen? <laughs> so. That's an encouragement for me, no doubt. And uh, also for you, dear listeners, I hope you uh, take note of, of that. Let's, uh, let's take it as an encouragement to take that next step with the young umpires that we run across mm-hmm. in our careers and, and in our leagues and districts. Well, Jen, we're going to wrap this up here. Um, we've covered so much, and I'm so appreciative of, of, uh, of your time and, and for uh, sharing a little bit about what it's like to be a minor league umpire and, and more specifically, in your case, to be a female minor league umpire. It's really inspiring to hear how, what your journey's been like so far. Um, definitely be, be rooting for you and cheering for you as we go forward. And uh, gosh, you know, I just, there's a lot of people that, that are proud of you, Jen. Thank you. Bob Kleba, Emily Alexander, Kathy Strom, your, your mentors coming up, the female umpires that preceded you, Pam and, and Chris and Teresa and Rhea, um, Emma, who's uh, also a minor league umpire alongside you right now, right, who's taking right. this same journey, who's on the same journey that you're on right now. And uh, you're an inspiring person to talk to. And I, I'm, I'm very happy to have had the opportunity. And, and by way of a final question, I just wonder if you have some words that you would share to um, a young female baseball or softball player who might be thinking about umpiring, who might be wondering if such a thing is possible, what would you tell that person who is uh, considering following in your footsteps? Well, I'd tell them that the, the trail has been blazed wide open and just get, get passionate about what you love doing, whether it's playing or umpiring or coaching, get passionate about it get education in it, raise your game, raise your IQ, your baseball or softball IQ, and uh, put in the work. Get the work in. Don't sit on the couch. You know, you got to get out there and you got to get your reps in and you got to learn and experience the game and get good. Get really, really good and you will go really, really far. Awesome. Well said. Thank you for having me, Jason. This has really been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Jen, thank you. I look forward to seeing you on a field soon. All right. All right. I'll see you out there. (laughs) Well, there you have it. It was an honor and a privilege to visit with Jen. And I hope that you enjoyed hearing a little bit about her journey in professional baseball. You can get to know a little more about Jen and all the ways that she teaches and mentors young umpires and ballplayers at her website. It is evolve2excellence.com. And that's a number two in there, by the way. So evolve2excellence.com. And I know that in 2021, you will be joining me in following Jen's journey in minor league baseball and cheering hard for her as she continues to make her way towards major league baseball. Thank you for listening and for sharing our show with your umpire friends who you think might enjoy listening as well. And I will see you next week on the Umpire Inspired Podcast.